This is C.J. Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today I'd like to talk with you about a wild experience I had once while meditating. It was Thursday, October 12, 2006, and I was at the end of a week-long group workshop called Lifeline at the Monroe Institute in Faber, Virginia. As a meditative exercise, I was learning to access a specific state of consciousness known as Focus Level 27. My previous attempts at accessing this state had been intriguing, entertaining, but not all that successful. For instance, I was having trouble accessing a spot in Focus Level 27 called the Healing Center. I could get into the Focus Level, I could find the Healing Center, and I could touch the doors, but try as I might, they would not open. I found this both amusing and annoying. But on this morning, during this specific exercise, I was finally able to open the doors and enter. When I walked through the front entrance, the space looked exactly like a hospital, but was a study in bright white. The walls were white, the floors were white, the ceilings were white, and the people, who looked like doctors and nurses, all wore white, wrote on white charts with white implements, and sat at white tables or leaned on white counters. Oddly, it was not stark. It was bright and peaceful and incredibly friendly. As I walked through the entrance and down the first main hallway, various people glanced up and smiled, with their mouths and with their eyes. Genuine, lovely, and warm, I felt at ease and welcome in those quiet smiles. And then, as I reached the end of the hallway, I saw Reggie, a member of the workshop group. Over six feet tall and stocky, Reggie reminded me of a football player, but he was gentle, and several times during the week we'd had long conversations about everything from politics to the strength and fragility of the human heart. So in this meditation, he was standing at the end of the hallway. I asked him what he was doing, and he said he was about to go into a room and nodded to his right, indicating a large white hospital room, complete with a bed, table, and lamp. I remarked that I thought the room's decor was rather bland, and he said, so change it, and I realized I could. I could make the room or anywhere else in this place and space look exactly as I wished, and with that, resolved to create exciting forms with a little less white. Before I left, though, I took my right index finger and touched between the brows on his forehead at what's known as the third eye, and I said, remember. I then went off to a healing pool in the middle of which was a giant crystal and floated for a time, gazing through the glass, domed ceiling of this very healing, watery oasis. At the end of the meditation, I returned to normal waking consciousness and furiously scribbled down my experience, including my conversation with Reggie in the hallway of the healing center. Just as I'd finished getting it all out on paper, Reggie himself walked in, pointed directly at me and said, I remember. He then told me of the White Healing Center and the conversation we'd had in the hallway. He also said he later saw me in the pool and described it to a T. This was the first time I'd consciously had a corroborated, shared, meditative experience, and it has not been my last. And when they occur, I wonder what reality allows for this type of experience. Certainly not the reality I live in most of the time. And this reality, the one with alarm clocks, deadlines, and traffic jams, I am separate from everyone else. 
But these glimpses of something more, something deeper, lead me to think that perhaps reality is grander, broader, much more multifaceted and dimensional than I realize. And it is through meditation and other esoteric esoteric channels that I and all of us can experience the greater reality where we share experiences, not just when in physical proximity, but through thought and energy too. When we're paying attention to these oft ignored elements of existence and communication, we learn that separation may actually be false. Perhaps we are all connected, sharing a non-duality which simply allows for us to think we are separate individuals on personal, unrelated-to-each-other quests. And if this is so, it is this kind of construct which would explain and allow for things like shared and corroborated meditative experiences. And perhaps a lot of other stuff and other unusual experiences, too. Huh. I think I'll meditate on it. This is CJ Kinney for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.